the headlines tonight. Local newsreader hasn't had a holiday in two years. Government denies losing exam results after dropping them in Bath. And opposition leaders announce plans to release owls into the Commons. Welcome to the campaign train. With our top story, a sea monster has attacked the campaign team on their way to the capital city of the Great Alliance. They were travelling there in a specially crafted submarine of the yellow variety. Rumour has it that some people live in this yellow submarine, this yellow submarine. The offending sea monster appears to have been left behind by the Dark Lord herself. Many centuries ago, during one of her ill-fated attacks on the G.A. Bungling Uncle Bors, the new Shadow Foreign Secretary, has denied any responsibility for the mishap. The submarine docks in an airlock, and you can see people mulling about outside. As the air pressure levels, the doors open, and you step out into a huge terminal. People are carrying suitcases, dashing back and forth, there are shops in every corner of your vision, and the glass-stoned walls magnify the fishy world beyond. Uh, The ground is white marbles, silvery slivers running through it like rippling water. A spiral staircase leads you down from the submarine to a welcoming committee. Uh, There are elves, humans, dwarves and dragonborn folk, all standing in attendance, smartly dressed and beaming. Uh, a small uh, human child uh, comes uh, waddling up to you, and uh, Mr. T hands him some baggage and says, Timmy, take Miss Townsland and her team to the hotel, would you? And now, Gorak, there's some people for you to meet. This is my tailor, Miss Grant. You do need a new suit, my friend. And uh, this young human child is kind of looking up at you all with, like, big, big eyes. And he says, Hi! I'm Timmy. I'm supposed to take you to the hotel. I can carry all of your bags. I'm very strong. I'm the strongest in my school. Timmy, can you roll me a strength check? (laughs) Okay, he's going to roll a strength check. He got a three! Uh, It's okay, Timmy. (laughs) I've got this. Don't worry, lad. That's a bit of a tiny Tim. I I can manage my own bag. Have you been drinking up your new milk? Because you look very strong. I am very strong. I'm very strong. I need. I don't need any new milk. I'm so strong. Everybody needs new milk. Uh, but, but please let me carry at least one thing. Uh, he uh, uh, gives you a, a wave and um, hurries you uh, through the terminal. Uh, he take. He does take some of your bags, I think, eventually, and uh, holds them over his head as if he's doing some big feat of strength. Uh, and uh, he leads you past some um, cultural and historical buildings. Uh, you see statues of elves, dragonborns, humans, and even one statue of Gorbro the Brave, the former Prime Minister of Darnoth, and it depicts him in battle with the terrible, devouring worm Credit Crunch. Um, and Timmy goes, Oh yes, we love Gorbro over here. He saved the world, of course. Uh, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, have you guys ever saved the world? Uh, I... Hmm. No. I saved a rock. <gasps> That's part of the world? I don't think... I don't think I ever have saved a world, but my mother decided not to destroy it so very fast. <laughs> well, that's basically the same, isn't it? <laughs> I suppose. Uh, what were your names again? Well, I'm Penn. Mr. Penn? Hi, I'm Perrin. Mix Perrin. Victorina. Uh, Mix Victorina. lad. Mr. Agrilad. It's good to meet you, good to meet you. Uh, I'm Timmy. No, no, oh, just, I, just, I already just told you. Agrilad. I'm sorry, Mr. Agrilad. Uh, I mean, Agra, just Agrilad. I mean, uh, hello. Um, would you would you like to see... Um, I, I've got a spinning top game. Would Ooh. you like to see it? I'm really good yes, at it. Yes, please. Uh, it's... Um, um, it's, 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 oh, I left it at home. Um, I'll bring it to you tomorrow. I'll bring it to you and I can show you my spinny top game. It's very good. They're called Battle Blades. I have never heard of this, but I want to know this... everything about it. 
They've got knives attached to them. Wow! Oh my god, that sounds dangerous. It's all the rage at school. My friend Jimmy lost two fingers. I never went to school. Oh, you should. It's really good. I'm the strongest in our school, did I tell no, you? No, but I could have guessed from just how many jelly babies you've eaten. <laughs> yes, I'm very, very strong. I'm going to be the strongest in the whole GA soon. Just you watch. And uh, he's walking with a little uh, skip in his step as he goes. Um, it doesn't take long for you to reach the uh, this uh, giant tunnel that uh, attaches this dome to the main uh, uh, central dome. Uh, the floor moves under your feet, and you kind of almost lose your balance. Uh, but it's quick. Uh, but you quickly realise that it's kind of helping you to walk faster. It's one of those. Um, what are they called? Those uh, travelators. It's one of those, basically. It's a walking floor. It's a walking floor. Uh, this is it, unnatural. Are you all right, Perry? No. Yep. Yeah. Agrilad's walking backwards along the walking floor. <laughs> it's like you're walking on the moon. <laughs> But Agrilad, you should be walking this way. Uh, it doesn't take you long to reach the end of the tunnel under a yawning arch of blue stone and silver steel, de- decorated with murals and frescoes from cultures all over the GA. Uh, beyond, you see the main city rising like a tiered cake, with towers and pneumatic tubes running between them, huge roadways, clean streets, and a simply beautiful smell on the air. It all seems like a perfect paradise. And uh, Lisa uh, hops up to your side and says, Looks perfect, but that's the key. (laughs) Perfect to look at, but there's always something just under the surface. Remember how impressive Parliament Hexagon looked when you first saw it? Don't take too long to realise the big, important buildings are just window dressing. Look over there. And you notice that she's looking at a yarn superstore. <laughs> no, Agrilad doesn't. Agrilad's now picking things up and looking underneath them because apparently you have to look under the surface. <laughs> uh, Lisa goes hopping off towards the... the... Oh my god. Oh, oh, maybe sometime. I'm just finding bugs under these rocks. Maybe that's what we're meant to look for. I have a question. Yeah. Uh, Timmy jumps up to you and goes, Yes, Mr. Penn, I can answer any question. I'm really smart. Well, I'm... There was this very strange man on the uh, submersible with us. What on earth happened to him? Ooh, what did he look like? Um, he was a bit clownish. If we're lucky, he oh, he was—he was probably the person who was rolling like a ball down the road. Sounds painful. That's not how roads are for using. <laughs> also, grammar. That's not how grammar <laughs> is for working. <laughs> well, as long as he's not nearby. If I see a clown man, I will tell you right away. I'm very reliable. If you see the clown man, stay well away from him. I will take all of your bags to the hotel if you like. And uh, he tries to pick up all of your bags. Uh, you can uh, go and explore the city and uh, uh, do do, um, do stuff that makes you happy. Uh, because if you're happy, then uh, people uh, around you will be happy. That's usually that, that's what my mummy told me would work. Uh, if I am happy, everyone around me will be happy. That's what I try to do. Uh, uh, but, but Timmy... What would make me happy is a nap. Let me let me take a couple of these bags. I'll come with you. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. And uh, he uh, lets you take some of the bags. So uh, I sent you all the map uh, of um, the GA capital. I have uh, I don't know if you still... <laughs> uh, so who's going first? Um, Agualad, you're going to the community centre. Yep. So you uh, make your way to this community centre. Um, it's a little quiet at the moment. Uh, it's uh, getting towards um, just after midday. Uh, you see some old folk uh, who are just uh, making their way out after a uh, Tuesday evening luncheon, uh, afternoon luncheon that the, they've been having for pensioners. On the uh, notice board, you spot some adverts for like uh, community activities, uh, including... Um, yeah, okay, I'll say that there's like a weekly judo lessons or something like that. Uh, and on the poster, you see a picture of Timmy himself uh, doing some judo moves and looking very proud of himself. Uh, uh, so you uh, wander around the um, community centre. Is there anything you're looking for at the moment? I'm just coming to help them out. You know, dish up food and give people blankets and beat up bullies and things like that. All right. Uh yeah, you um, find the uh, the neighbourhood watch, let's say. 
uh, is there, and uh, one of them is uh, an old, uh, an old uh, gruff guy who says, "You want to help us uh, clean up the streets? Is that it? I understand." I want to help people in whatever way I can. All right, all right. Um, tell you what, uh, old uh, there's this old dwarf right, who, who's been. Uh, Causing a bit of hassle uh, up the street from here, um, selling his old beard trimmings to anyone who'll buy them. We need you to go and uh, move him along. It's you know making the streets look dirty. So if you could uh, help him out, and he gives you a big wink, then uh, that'd be uh, brilliant. Sorry, say that again. He's doing what? He's selling his old beard trimmings, and he's making the place look dirty. There's no wrong with that. It's a good time on a tradition amongst dwarves. Well, it's uh, people have complained, you see, and uh, want want streets looking nice. Yeah. People people should be more tolerant. Just cause, just because they're not your ways, don't mean they're wrong ways. Do you want to help or do you not want to help? Aye, I'm gonna go and help the old lad. Well, go on then. Let's see how you do. <laughs> right, I go looking for this old dwarf. Uh, do you want to make an investigation check? Investigation. That's a number. <laughs> Oh, 14. 14. Um, it takes you a couple of minutes, but you eventually find a guy with a little stall that says beard trimmings cheap. Uh, and uh, he's he's sat there uh, with this big pile of old beard trimmings, and his face is a little shaven, shall we say. Uh, and uh, he looks up at you approaching and goes, You want some beard trimmings, love? In nice, clear dwarvish, I look up to him and say, Now then, lad, how's it hanging? Ah, oh, uh, someone from the old country. Nice to meet a fellow uh, of the uh, the shorter variety, if you know what I mean. Uh, how you doing? Do you want some beard trimmings? You could do with them on that head oh, of yours. It's looking a bit bare, yeah. lad. No, I keep it all nice and clean because of my, 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 my monastic traditions, like. Oh, all right, I understand. Listen, um, you got any um, friends or family who might want um, a birthday present? I I'll do special beard trimmings that I tie in knots for birthdays. Oh, I know somebody who might like a fake beard. Oh, excellent. I'll, uh, I'll just tie a few together. Uh, that'll be um, three coppers for them, if you like. I'll tell you what, make it five and that's got a deal. Oh, that's lovely, lovely, lovely. Yeah, oh, thanks very much, very much appreciated. Uh, what brings you to the city then, love? Oh, I'm with them politics people. And and, uh, and I, I got bored of just following him around, so I thought I'd come and look for some fun things to do. And then this fella down at community centre said that they were causing trouble. And the way he said it, I just got the impression he was a bit of an intolerant git, so I thought I'd come and see if they needed any help. Uh, they're always trying to move me on. They don't like my enterprising business sense, you know what I mean. I have a look around. Is it tidy or is it actually a mess? It is actually a mess. Maybe if that swept up a bit every now and then and, and kept your, your table nice and neat, that might get more business. Because people can see more clearly what that's got. Yeah, you say that, but uh, bloody City Watch come on and knock my table over every ten minutes. Do they know? Uh, no point in tidying up at that point. And then they uh, they threaten to break my legs if I don't move along. And this is City Watch that does this? Aye, or it's uh, Neighbourhood Watch, one of them, not uh, either of them, frankly. I think I might have to hang around and see what happens then. Alright, yeah, yeah, you hang around for a bit, and indeed uh, uh, it doesn't take long for a couple of armoured uh, uh, ruffian-looking folk uh, with badges. I'm doing the typical... Uh monk undercover thing of sitting on the floor in a blanket and wrapping myself up in another blanket so that I look like an old crone. Oh, I like it. Uh, make a, a deception check, just to see how, how good this disguise is. Ten. I think they're not really looking for you, so uh, for the moment, they, they they just... I think they glance in your general direction, but don't really pay much attention to you. Uh, but one of them like comes up to the old dwarf and goes, Hey, Mish! We've seen you coming back here again, right? Go clear off, making the whole place look dirty. And one of them uh, knocks his table. You're selling your beard trimmings. It's no good. You ain't got a license, so have you? And uh, Amish says, 
I don't need no eyes, me own beard. Uh, what do you think you're doing? You can't knock a man's honest business down to the floor like that. Now then, now then, lads. What's that doing? Who do you think you are? Move along, citizen. We're just. Uh, I, I pull myself up to my full four foot six inches. They don't even notice that you've done this. <laughs> they said, That's... "Just moving, just moving this guy along. Come on, Amish, move along." He's done nothing wrong. That's the ones who's come over and knocked his table over. Listen, he's causing trouble, causing a stink, causing the place to all look a bit untidy. I think it's time he was moved on. I drop my blanket. Well, you've dropped that something there. Let me pick that up for you. As he, as he leans down, I trip him over. Ooh, uh, make an attack roll. 17. Yeah, yeah, you trip him over. And he goes sprawling to the floor. Oh, let oh, me oh, help oh, you oh, up, oh. lad. Let me help you up. And I help him oh. up violently. <laughs> make an unarmed strike, I guess. 23. Whew, yeah, you throw him over your shoulder. Uh, he's going to take some damage. Um, what's, what, what do you get for an arm strike? Uh, D4 plus my strength bonus. Yeah, Sorry, do dex, that. Sorry, dex bonus. Uh, five. Wow, okay, yeah, he takes that. Uh, and it's a bit Oh, off. I do apologise, lad. That seems to be causing trouble. Maybe I should call the watch. We are the watch. No, they ain't. That is a bunch of self-centred, self-entitled wazzocks. Uh, can you make an intimidation check? I can try. Sixteen! They start to back away from you. All that's doing is going round causing trouble for, for businessmen who are just trying to sell off their spare body air and there's <laughs> no but... Well, I, I should wipe the floor with thee. Well, um, you just uh, take this as a warning. You just take this as a warning and we'll, we'll be watching you because we're the watch. What, See? what, what are you warning me hey. about? That there's going to bleed on my fists? Well, if you just... Oh. Oh, I see. Mm. You're with him. Alright then. Alright, we'll see you around then. And they uh, turn and hot-foot it away. Uh, behind you, you see a small diminutive figure uh, walking down the uh, alleyway towards you. Uh, and as, they, as he comes into the light, you realise that it's little Timmy. Uh, and uh, he's got a lollipop in his mouth. And he looks up at you and goes, Would you like a chocolate milkshake, Mr. Aguilad? I made one. It's in my pocket. Um, I don't have any cups, so you'll have to use your hands. No, it's all right, lad, but thank you kindly. I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Aguilar. I wanted to make a good impression on my new friends, but I forgot that liquids need to go in cups, not loose in pockets. They're fine in pockets as long as... They're fine in pockets as long as they suck some dry. So, uh, can, can, can you um, teach me a bit of your uh, fighty-fighty skills? It was very impressive what you did. I want to be a judo thumb. master. Yeah, I'm already I, I'm already the best at uh, at uh, judo in my class. I'm I'm I'm, I'm the only one in, in that class, but uh, I'm the best. I can teach. You're the only one who does judo, or you're the only one. Yes. In the class? <laughs> I can teach the a bit of recce thump, I guess. But good, but good, I'm good, I'm good. not as good a teacher as my three great teachers were. Well, there was Tim the tailor of Brook. And <gasps> I'm was, Timmy. And then there was Graham the gardener. And mm -hmm. then there was Bill the Twitcher of Odd. <laughs> Those sound like amazing names. Aye, they were good ones, they were. Uh, do, do, do you think that they have uh, playing cards named after them? I, I, I've got a good collection of Pokenork cards. Would you like to see my collection? Uh, aye, go on then. And do you, while, while I look, do you mind helping me clear up these airs and things for this poor old dwarf here? Sure, sure. Uh, and uh, he helps you clean them up. Let's skip to... Uh, who, who wants to do another scene next? Uh, Pen, where would you like to go? I'd like to go to the bookshop. The bookshop, excellent. Uh, so you uh, head down to uh, Ghoul and Company Bookshop, uh, which is... Uh, rather appropriately uh, built not too far from the graveyard of the soap church. Uh, walking past the soap church, that is uh, a massive cathedral indeed, uh, made of soap. Uh, and you get the impression that if this glass dome were to ever break and all that water were to get in, it would get pretty bubbly around here. Um, 
so near to the graveyard you find this old um bookshop uh, which is strikes you as very odd because most of the rest of the city looks fairly new uh can you make a history check for me quickly 14 14 so you know that uh Marnindalf, the city was built less than 100 years ago but uh this bookshop looks as if it's been around for about a thousand uh it's old stone it almost looks like a an old a tiny castle with sort of turrets and uh and things uh and uh indeed as you pass through the threshold uh there's a sort of old crone who sat behind the the um uh, the, the counter, who looks up and tosses back her hood, and she says, Ah, hello. Are you here for some books, me lads? Who oh, I am? Who is one of those shops, is it? Yes, we sell things like a shop. Oh, just let me at the books. What would you like to read about? I've got some uh, brilliant books about uh, the latest of uh, Poconork tie-in novelizations. I know all the kids are into that. Well, I think I need to know a little bit about the Great Alliance. Oh, you want the history section there, like... Uh, uh, oh, uh, ash! Ash! And uh, a uh, raggedy-looking man sort of comes out of the staff room. Uh, he looks um, like he's been on hard times. Uh, he's wearing a long tweed coat uh, and no shirt underneath, uh, but he's got tea stains all over his trousers. He's got long, gangly hair and a bit of a beard stubble. And yet you still recognise him uh, as Professor Ash Williams, the popular necromancer. But he sort of blinks as if he's a little hungover. He goes, What is it, you old crone? Ah, uh, right. If you're going to be working for me as your first job of the day, uh, take this young man to uh, the history section. <laughs> It'll be good for you, won't it? Chop, chop on the double. Never had an assistant before. This is exciting for me. Well, I can't even do it himself. I'm not here for dog's body work. How dare you? You'll go if you want to get paid. And if you want to keep living in my attic with all the rats. Delicious rats. Alright, I'll show him to the history section and he'll rue the day I did. Go on, you. It's this way. And he sort of stumbles his way along. Um, oh, I see. Are you Mr. Ash with Professor Williams? I used to be. But I've given it all up. Let the bastards rot without me. Why on earth did you do that? I used to be a big deal. I used to fill auditoriums in theatres. I've got a PhD, you know. But now look at me. You know who I blame? That swine Mark Chafos and his fucking mirrors. Well, I, I do deeply sympathise because uh, I lost my job because of it and uh, I had to take on this job and... Uh... Forty years, man and boy. Forty years. And now look, cancelled talks. Lost my job. Lost my power. I'm a trained necromancer reduced to the status of a bum. What happened to my book deal? What happened to my agent? Bastard must have gone back to being dead. But you can tell he's not really listening to you. The university kicked me out. All because I told the students they'd be better off dead. What's offensive about that? Sounds like a lot of academics I know. I, uh, I can see how a bit of practical demonstration would be quite useful, to be quite honest. And, uh... I, uh, my my mother says you can't practice necromancy if you never, if you don't know how it is to die. Are you threatening me? How dare you? How dare you? Well, you've never met my mother. He kind of squints at you for a minute and goes, "Do I know you? I've seen your face somewhere I'm, before." I'm Pembrigante. I I, uh, <clears throat> I did do a bit of um, work for Mister Shafos myself. Of course you did. They all did. Take my advice, boy. Find something that makes you feel alive. Do something better. It does not do to live in someone else's shadow. And forget to cast your own light. Necromancy has always made me feel alive. I'm just not very good at it. I was like you once, back in the old days. Back in my prime. God, I was good. But I'll be back. I'll show them. I'll show all of them. Ah, here we are. History section. Told you I could do it. Second job. Second chances. And he pulls a whiskey bottle out of his uh, jacket pocket and takes a swig. And... Ah, do you want some? 
Hey, I, 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 I had a. I sh probably shouldn't. Good. There was only enough for me. Oh, yes. And he sort of sits on uh, a nearby uh, shelf. Uh, he pushes some books onto the floor to make some room for himself. He goes, Come on then, ask me anything you like. I know it all. Gosh. Well, where to start? What made you take up necromancy? Good question, my boy. Well, it all started when, when you see, what happened was, I was, do you know, I can't remember. But I'm sure it's not important. Ask me another. Ask me about my books. I know everything about those. Oh, yes. Do you have any here? I should bloody well hope so. I should go and sign them. I can still write my own name, goddammit. Well, yes, you could you could put them on a display. Yes. Yes, I could do that. And you could... He hops down and comes up to you and sort of grabs your shoulders and goes... Now, you, Mr. Penn, you have to promise me something. Promise! I need you to do something very important. I need you to buy a copy of each of my books, and I need you to pay me, not the old crown, because I could really do with the cash. Could you do that for me? Well... Oh, oh dear. I think... I think we can come to another arrangement. That's good. Excellent. I... I'm just going to lie down for a minute. Oh, let's lie down. It's all very complicated. Uh, he uh, lies down and uh, promptly goes to sleep. Victrina, uh, you were heading to the University of Magic and Cookery, were you not? I was, yes. Okay. I'm excited about that. Uh, what are you interested in here? Um, I'm interested um, in both magic and cooking, and possibly combining magic and cooking. You head to the university. It's a gigantic campus um, with a lot of... Um, it's one of those very new buildings that's trying to look very old. Yes. Um so it's got like lots of nice big towers, but they're clearly like being built in the last 10, 15 years. Uh, so they've got like nice art deco uh, designs on them uh, and uh, some like glass bridges between the towers and uh, sort of a very modern looking entrance, the sort of automatic doors that uh, magically slide open for you as you walk in. Uh, and uh, you uh, ask around about uh, the magical cookery department. Uh, and you're eventually sent to some uh, large kitchens. And uh, within one of these kitchens, you find a um, an Aracocra uh, woman, a large bird person. A little bit weedy, uh, bearing something of the um, feathery equivalent of a widow's peak. And uh, she uh, looks up at you as you come in and says, Can I help you? Um, my name's Katrina Crested Grebe, and I'm interested in magical cooking. Oh, good, 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 good. Excellent, excellent. Um, uh, yes, um, magical cooking. Yes, it's a, uh, well, it's 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 uh, rather um, transmutation based for the most part. We uh, use a lot of um, you know bland ingredients that are quite cheap, and then using magic, we uh, transmute them into uh, things that are a bit more. Less cheap, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. So we got some uh, old milk here, and with the power of magic, I can transform it into new milk. Isn't that wonderful? That's splendid. Yes, that's very, very good. I'm Just as long as nobody from New Milk ever finds out about this, <laughs> we won't find out. Won't have any legal troubles whatsoever. No, of course you won't. And this is this is how you make new milk here. In in the capital city, is it? Yes, I mean, we haven't opened up uh, markets for new milk here. They've uh, yet to pass some of the, um, the the safety regulations, I believe. But uh, for now, we've got that, the corner on the market. <laughs> that is interesting. So, so you, you, you flooded the city with fake new milk. How very clever. F foam milk, perhaps. <laughs> but, uh, oh, it's, no. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, yes, it rather works, though. Uh, would you like to try some? Um, I'll try a little, just, you know, for, for research purposes. Uh, you try a little. Can you make a constitution saving throw? 13. You feel very queasy after drinking this. Yes. Uh, it still tastes uh, like old milk. It and tastes has very quite much... a lot of old milk. It's got that kind of old milk lumpy texture uh, and that kind of old milk kind of greenish hue. And, you know, when you pour old milk into your tea and like, like kind of 
flakes of it rise to the <laughs> top. It's, it's, it's not the best. What did you think? It's good, isn't it? I think it could possibly use a little more straining. Straining? Hmm. Yes. It's interesting that you say that. Uh, my sister said the very same thing when she tried it. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, new milk it doesn't have that kind of um, chewy aspect to it, does it? Hmm. Uh, well, that's good, 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 good notes. And she's making some furious notes. Uh, and uh, do you um, do you have a lot of experience with new milk? Uh, I have a reasonable amount of experience with new milk. Yes. <laughs> I, I am a. a fan of new milk. I would prefer new milk to old milk. I didn't like it when they did that new milk clear, the fizzy milk. That was... But I did like the classic new milk line that came in the glass bottles with the little straw in the top. <laughs> uh, what was your name again? Sorry? Victrina Crested Grebe. Ah. Ah, yes. I thought the name sounded familiar. And uh, she sort of dusts off um, her hands for a moment and says, Yes, my sister's rather expecting you. Who's your sister, sorry? Uh, Lady Ruthven. She's a, uh, a delegate from the country of Scothan, and they are hoping to open new markets with new milk. Uh, she's a business minister, you see, and uh, she, um, she told me that uh, you were coming to uh, speak to her. Um... She kind of looks over her shoulders a bit, nervously, and goes, Listen, <clears throat> there's something not quite right about her. I've, I've known her all my life, and... Your sister? She, yes, um... Yes. Ever since she, she went into politics, something... Something went wrong, I'm sure. I can't quite put my finger on it, but she's... She's different now to how she used to be. It's, um... It's hard to explain... Politics does make people strange. Uh, but it happens to everybody who goes to, well, the palace back home. It's um, something not quite right. It's something to do with the medicine they take, I think, but uh, I, I, I've i said too much already. Uh, I, you really must go. You really must go. I, I've, uh, I've said too much. Well, and uh, she starts, like, furiously sure. chopping tomatoes. Right. Well, don't forget what I said about the straining. And, and if I could talk to your sister... Uh, could you perhaps um, hold back on the faux milk for a little while we try and open up new new milk markets here? Oh, I was really proud of that, but it's it's not quite working, and I think that you may accidentally poison someone. Well, uh, when you put it that way, I suppose I really should, shouldn't I? Perrin. So you uh, were going to the hotel with mm -hmm. uh, Timmy and yes. uh, you've put your bags away and yeah. uh, you head down into the uh, the main uh, chamber of the Parliament of the GA. Uh, it's an eccentric structure of steep gables, balconies, skywalks, couplers, together with spiralling silver glass towers through which enchanted lights shine in twisted glints and peculiar colours. A central ziggurat of white stone towers over it all, a circular halo around its peak, and a long stairway sweeping to the summit from the ground. Uh, a winding ramp uh, springs like rivers from each level of the ziggurat, and uh, a glimmer of crystal is in every handrail. Uh, you enter into the main chamber and uh, into a sort of um, atrium, and you see a uh, bunch of people uh, who are hanging around uh, and you hear a very annoyingly familiar voice uh, you hear a person saying and wasn't it it wasn't always bad you know before the goblin got elected Darnoth was great years ago the great iron thatch ruled with furious goodness but this garlock just wants to take all the money for himself he wants to dump it all in goblin mines isn't he a silly sausage and then he starts juggling uh, what do you do can I use Mage Hand to grab one of his juggling balls and drop it on his head? Go for it. I do that. It's a cantrip. Uh, I do that. Just uh, for accuracy's sake, accuracy sake, do you want to do a uh, Arcana check? Six. Uh, okay, I think you just knock it away. Uh, that works. That works. Shows him up. Uh, 
he he looks at it go, and uh, everyone uh, starts chuckling at him. And then he just lets all of the balls fall to the ground, and goes, "Whoopsie daisy! Such buttery fingers! I shouldn't be eating butter with my hands." And they all start laughing. And can you make a perception check? Ten. Ten. I think you just notice that his uh, hair flails a little more vigorously as they're laughing at him. Uh, he spots you and goes, Looky over here, here's a silly little lizard. And uh, he sort of bounces his way over to you and uh, using his little jester's um, staff uh, with a little bell thing on the end, he just bonks you on the head with it and goes, Look at this silly sausage following around a little goblin. I'll have you know that I'm very tall for a dragonborn, probably. I'm taller Aww. than you, am I? Uh, how tall is Perrin? 5'11". Very tall, honest. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're, you're, you're slightly taller than him. Um, uh, he blows a raspberry in your face. I blow one back in his. Ooh, make a performance check. <laughs> is that 13? Um, he staggers back a little bit and wipes uh, the, the spittle off his face. Um, close up, you can see that um, what looks like clown makeup uh, is actually just what his skin looks like. So, like, the painted smile is just like, it's almost like a rash around his face. Ooh, that's disconcerting. What looks like green eyeliner, his eyes are just sort of green. Um, and uh, uh, make a um, nature check, I guess this would be. That's cocked. Nature, nature, nature. Thirteen. No, you don't know what this means. Um, cool. Why uh, do you keep following us around? Well, here's the big announcement. And he does a little jig and says, The leader of the opposition, Mr. Xanathar the Cruel, has made me Shadow Foreign Secretary. So it's my job to shadow you. <laughs> Boss, mm. your boss is literally called the cruel, and oh yeah, my boss is literally called the betrayer. Like, yes, <laughs> uh, I think as you're saying this, uh, Gorlak himself arrives, and uh, he is dressed in fancy robes and uh, has his hair combed for the first time since the election. I think uh, he looks Boz dead in the face and says, "Boz, leave now." You are here by invitation of the GA, not me. I'd like to talk to my staff alone, privacy of our own business. So go somewhere else. As you wish, Prime Minister. And he gives a little mocking bow, and uh, the other people who were sort of gathered around him titter uh, and laugh as he sort of uh, waddles away. And Golak says, oh, I'm so sorry about that, Perrin. I hope you're okay. Um, irritated. Um, I just need to learn some fancier spells so I can actually bonk him on the head. I, mm, I can't officially approve. Unofficially? But, uh, unofficially. Yes, please do. Okay, <clears throat> thank you. Yes, boss. Yes. Uh, I think at this point, uh, all of you uh, arrive at the uh, the, um, the the parliament uh, because there's a big dinner tonight. I see Perrin and I hop over with a, a big smile on my face. Friend! Perrin, Perrin Chuck, I've got you a present. Oh! And I, I hold out the fake beard. <laughs> I've never had a... I've tried to grow a beard, but Dragonborn don't have hair. Well, I know how you, I, I know how you like growing things, so I've I got you this. If I plant it, will it grow into a bigger beard? No, unfortunately. <laughs> oh. oh, well, thank not, you. Not unless I can do some magic on it. Most of my magic is quite destructive, so maybe not. Just don't set it on fire. He had to use so much goose fat to stick that together. It was unbelievable. I, 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 I make best attempts to not set everything on fire. Sometimes I get excited. Well, it's good to get excited about some things. Uh, I'm afraid, friends, uh, we have to head to a very difficult task. It's a perilous mission. We're going to a delegation dinner. Right, I roll my sleeves up. Show me where they are, then. Fancy food, fine dining, and sucking up to awful people. I don't tell you about that part of leadership. But come on, you all look at least vaguely presentable. Uh, and he uh, leads you into a large hall. Uh, it's kind of breathtaking. Uh, there's a string quartet 
playing on a small stage. Uh, there are tables piled with silver platters of food, wine, ale, cider, and all manner of uh, fine dining paraphernalia. Uh, everybody is dressed in uh, super fancy gear. Uh, you spot Lisa approaching you, and she's wearing a neat tuxedo with a bright red bow tie. And uh, she has a fellow tabaxi on her arm who is wearing a nice little black dress. And Lisa says, Hi, everyone. Uh, sorry. I already had a bit of the wine. This is Delzin, an old mate of mine. We dated for a bit. Now, we're just good mates. You date mate? <laughs> yes. I'm funny. I told a joke. This is Perrin, the one I told you about. And Delzin says, uh, Nice to meet you, Perrin. Hi. Here's, here's the secret. I I am the Dar Northern Ambassador to Draconia. Yes. Uh, uh, I, what's it like? It has its ups and downs. Ooh, you should meet the High Chancellor. She's lovely. Come, 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 come. And she grabs your hand and starts to drag you away. Lisa says, Don't be too long, you two. Hey, Pen, I found something for you. Don't tell anyone. And she holds out a wishbone. I nicked it from that table. Want to make a wish? Can't just wish for more bones. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want to make a miniature stealth uh, uh, strength check? A miniature strength check. Strength. Uh, well, Lisa got six. Well, I got one. <laughs> oh, oh no! <laughs> uh, Lisa just uh, wins this. <laughs> I won! Oh, does this mean I get a wish? Never had a wish before. You can keep the bones, by the way. I know you like them. And she pats you on the head quite awkwardly. Wait. Perrin. Hmm. Uh, you are almost dragged across the conference hall to a gaggle of dragonborn. Uh, they're all dressed in high fashion, big collars. Think sort of like Ooh. Time Lord levels of ostentatious... <laughs> Uh, the High Chancellor herself is decked out in a bejeweled robe of white and black, the crown of obsidian, and a necklace of gold that kind of looks like, you know, chocolate chunks in gold foil wrapping. Uh, Delzin comes to her and says, uh, Chancellor, I want you to meet Dragon uh, Darnoth's highest-ranking dragonborn. This is uh, Perrin... Perrin, um... What was it? Perrin Bazonian. That's the one. Deputy Assistant to the Foreign Secretary. Yeah. Deputy assistant. I have a title now and everything. Uh, the High Chancellor turns and uh, she looks you up and down and then she breaks out into a beaming smile and says, Oh my god, a Bensonian. Ooh, I cannot begin to say what an honour it is, my dear. Silas, a do drink for our guest, do you, yeah? Do you know my family? Nine, nine, I do not. Now, you are just the cutest thing I have ever laid my eyes on. Should I have an accent as well? Because I could try. Please do not. It is a little offensive. <laughs> okay, I, I, I won't then. But have no fear. I am delighted to make your acquaintance. Tell me, what do you know of our great nation of Draconia? I have read books. I know that it has a very temperate climate. Um, I have heard that there is food. I don't know much. There are many misconceptions about us, Mixbenzonian. May I call you Perrin? Yeah, it is my name. It'd be strange if you called me anything else. Wunderbar. The Secretary General has his misgivings, but the harsh history of our nation is far behind us. We have moved on from the tyrannical governmental system for which we were named Draconian. I thought you had named that because of the Dragonborn. No, it is a sort of double pun, you see. Uh, uh, ha? Yeah, we are a modern nation, a fresh, forward-thinking people. We are a fully automated luxury country. Come, young Perrin, would you care to dance? Yeah? I don't know how to... Oh, yeah, no, this is great. There's nothing will go this wrong. This is good. Silas, the music, if you please. Uh, and uh, the, one of the uh, High Chancellor's assistant runs off to the quartet and... Uh, uh... Any requests for music, my friend? Do you know anything folk punk? Uh, the uh, string quartets look at each other and then they nod 
and they start playing some folk punk. Uh, what kind of dance does Perrin do? It's... Have you ever seen a five-year-old attempting interpretive dance? <laughs> Can you make a performance check? <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a 16. It's, the best it's very the impressive. It's very impressive. And uh, the High Chancellor uh, gives you a big round of applause. And says, oh, that was most entertaining. You're a lovely little dragonborn. And she sort of pinches your cheek. I'm not small. I'm a normal height for a dragonborn. Yeah, I see that. You're quite correct. I will be watching you very closely, McSpenzonian. Now, you must excuse me. I must retire to my chambers. Silas, fill my bags with party food. Get the little cocktail sausages. Ooh, and the chocolate hobnob hobgoblins. Auf Wiedersehen. Victrina. Uh, as you are rowing the hall, uh, the the food hall, uh, sorry, food hall, the the, the party hall, the buffet, the buffet yeah. Uh, the you, buffet. Uh, I assume you've been keeping your eyes out for bungling Uncle Bors. I have because I do not trust that man, and I would quite like to stab him with something. <laughs> uh, Cocktail stick would do, but you know. Something larger would be even better. Uh, you see him uh, not far away uh, talking with a very tall and severe looking elf. Uh, and he spots you and says, oh, Look, look here, Monsieur the President. It is a, dra- a darn northern elf. Victrina, what a silly creamer. And uh, Monsieur President uh, turns around. Uh, can you make a history check? <laughs> One. You don't know who this is. Uh, I, I presume it's the president. He's the president. Like, or the president of somewhere. Uh, Mr. Pres- unless his surname is Mr. President. <laughs> That's sort of what I'm expecting. Yes. He uh, reaches out a hand to you and says, Ah, Mademoiselle Christine Grimm. Enchantée. It's very nice to meet you, Mr. President. But of course, les introductions. I am, of course, et Macron, Lord President oh, of the time. And you are uh, from ah. the Milk Neuf, yes? I am indeed from Le Nouveau Milk. It's a fantastic. Oh, this is most excellent for a business mind. It is precisely what the Great Alliance needs, what it has been lacking. No more of this senseless, uh, how you say, the politicking. What is good for business, it is of course good for all our countries. No? Yes, yes. And what's good for business is good for new milk, and new milk is good for the country. Strong <laughs> well, of course, of course. Now, mademoiselle, you, you must be frank with me. I understand that you are interested in opening up uh, new markets. In the Great Alliance, yes. That's partly why I'm here. Well, I can happily say that Elfheim, at least, would be very interested in this opportunity. Incidentally, uh, I recall Monsieur Bors. Now, he has been telling me that you have been given uh, special powers for these negotiations. And you act as liaison with your Prime Minister himself. Well, it's most impressive. Now, you must know that uh, your CEO, uh, Dame Judy Dranched, uh, she is a good friend of mine, very good. Of course, I, I trust you'll be most accommodating in any future negotiation. Uh, I will certainly do all I can to accommodate you. I don't know what Mademoiselle Drench has told you, but um, she is my CEO, and if you wish, my help in opening up new markets in the Great Alliance, um, I will do all I can! Parfait. I believe the great stumbling block has been these pesky regulations that the Great Alliance puts upon business. If we could uh, get some assurances from Monsieur Norlac that in any vote on such matters, uh, Down North would support business. Ah, now these child safety labelers, they do get in their way. Who is to say that? Three odds should not work in the milk mines. Joel? Yeah? Milk mines. The milk mines, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, excuse me, Mr. President, where do you think milk comes from? Well, I certainly don't think it comes from the sky, huh? <laughs> I'm not You'd sure be it surprised. Mines either. <laughs> soup. soup is what you're thinking of. Soup comes from mines. Um, of course, Obviously. new soup. I was indeed thinking of the new soup, new. which. You are correct, it does come from mines. My apologies. <laughs> Treacle comes from mines. Treacle. Yes. Treacle. There's a road named after it, um, isn't there? Trees. Yes. <laughs> but, mademoiselle, allow me to spell this out for you uh, simply. 
if Monsieur Gorak will assure us that you will not push for more of these business safety regulations or costly health laws, then we shall have a good deal, a very good deal. Ah, look at the time. Uh, my apologies, but I must be getting to a meeting of great importance. It has been my very great pleasure, Mademoiselle. Nam Marie. And he kisses your hand, and uh, he moves off. It has been very interesting. Uh, Boz looks at you uh, with a big grin on his face and says, How do you feel, little I creamy? Take a sausage roll from a buffet and stuff it up his nose. Uh, he flails about and uh, falls on his ass and makes a huge farting noise. And as he does, a cloud of acrid smoke starts to pour from underneath his suits. Uh, Bors himself, you see, has a gas mask on all of a sudden. I wish as if he apparated it there. Uh, he grins through the mask at you as the acrid smoke starts to spread across the room. The Campaign Trail Referendum was written and produced by Joel Corner. It starred Aim Phoenix as Perrin Bazonian, Stephen Poor as Penrigante, Joanne Hall as Victrina Crested Grebe, and S. Naomi Scott as Agrilad. Diana Croft was the newsreader, Martha Buckley was Captain Biscuit, Genevieve Savayan was Lisa Townsland, Dominic G. Martin was Mr. T, Matt Corner was Ash Williams, Tanya Daub was the High Chancellor, and Joseph Bartram was President Emak Ron. The theme music was produced and performed by Aim Phoenix. Additional music credits are in the episode description. You can support the campaign trail by going to patreon.com forward slash the campaign trail. We have special perks such as our exclusive Discord server, early access to episodes, and a chance to have your own D&D character appear in the show. You can follow us across social media on... Uh, you can follow the campaign trail at thecampaigntrail.co.uk, on Twitter at thecampaigncast, on facebook.com forward slash campaigncast, at soundcloud.com forward slash Corner, and wherever you find podcasts. Please tweet about the show and get the word spread around because we don't have a lot of money for advertising. <laughs> so until next week, go back to your constituencies and prepare for adventure. Adventure.